Hello and welcome to the Lisa Luce Show. My goal here is to help you achieve energy, joy, and fun over 40. We'll be challenging the status quo on aging and choosing growing up over getting old. We'll be talking confidence, health, fitness, mindset, all the things to ensure you are living your best years ever. By the way, you can find me across social media at Lisa Lou Fitness, where I show up as your dancing BFF. All right. I hope you're ready. I am so glad you're here. If you're a mom of teens, older teens, young 20s, an empty nester, any of these things, you're so going to get it. You're so going to get today's episode. So my youngest of three, the last one left at home, she got her driver's license last Friday and on St. Patrick's Day. And on Sunday, she just really wanted to get out of the house and go do something. She doesn't have her own car yet. So I said, you know, I need a couple things from the store. Why don't you go get some things from the store? And she happily did it. And I ended up videoing her driving away and just putting it in my stories and saying, it, it was hard, just felt like a piece of my heart was going out there that independence was starting to flourish for her, but this mama didn't feel quite ready for it. And you totally get it if you've had any child get their driver's license. Yes, we worry about them, but we worry even more about others on the street, right? Are they paying attention? Are they texting? And and it's like a whole new set of worries set in. And it was just, boy, it was just heavy and it was hard. And, and it's a new chapter and a new season. But part of me just wasn't ready for it. And when I put that in my stories, it was just so interesting, all the feedback I had from moms who said, oh my gosh, I get it. I remember when my last one got their license, it was just so different because it was like the end of an era. And it was was just all this really interesting conversation of these moms who just really, truly knew where my heart was and how I was feeling. And it just really got me thinking as well how You know, I've had many clients come to me over the years as empty nesters and really just say, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know where to begin. I know I need to start prioritizing my health, but I've been a mom for all these years. I just... I, I just can't really find my sea legs, basically, right? They just struggled with it. And now, as our older two are gone and we have one that we don't have a whole lot longer with, I'm looking at my future and I've built hobbies, I've built habits, I've built activities, community, adventures, fun. I've built things into my life. At the same time, I am not necessarily looking forward to when she leaves. And some parents do. Some parents are like, see ya, now it's our turn. Maybe I'll be that way, but gosh, I've just really, really enjoyed this season of rearing children. And as I see it's coming to a close, as far as we're still moms, we're still parents, it just shifts, right? Then I really wanted to come in and number one, just, you know, talk to your heart, especially if this is something that either you're there and you're thinking, yeah, that's me. I I just don't even know who I am anymore. Or maybe you're looking at your kids leaving eventually and you're starting to maybe even dread them going because you know that season is coming for you of having to kind of reestablish identity and purpose. And so what I did was I compiled a list. I think there's 14 different things here just to get your mind going on what you can either start doing now or be looking forward to because I think that's part of it. Inside, we just kind of feel the 
the negative aspects of it sometimes, right? For some of us, it may just be like, oh, they're going to be gone and I'm not going to have her to go do this with anymore. And this part of my life, you know, that, that chapter will be closed. But what are the things we can actually look forward to? How can we rearrange our thinking so that we can actually look at that season either that we're in right now if our kids are already gone or that's coming as a new adventure, as a step in a direction we've never been able to take before because number one, we weren't we weren't where we are now as older and wiser women. And number two, we had all this responsibility that that responsibility won't be there anymore. So now it's your time to do what? So I compiled a list. Feel free to write these down um, because I think I think there's some real gems in here. Some of them are little little more temporary, but some of them can really be something you can dive into or be excited about diving into when that time comes for you. So let's get right into it. Number one, continue your education. Have you, maybe, is there a degree that you didn't finish? Or is there a degree you've always wanted? Or maybe it's not even a degree. Maybe it's just taking some online classes and something that really gets you jazzed and excited. Guess what? There's going to be time now. This is your time for that. Number two, nurture friendships. That can be a really difficult thing. You know, when our kids are really young, there's play dates. And I feel like that's a time where friends are just kind of everywhere, or maybe they're a little more accessible. But as our kids get older, play dates aren't a thing anymore. And it's easy to not prioritize that time with friends and really nurture those friendships to have them over to go do things together, go do active things together. You know, that's my heart. But really nurturing those friendships, what a great time for that. Number three, strengthen your marriage. You know, it is common for marriages to not be as strong when the kids leave home because the focus has maybe just been on the kids or mostly on the kids. So if that is you, what a great time to think, you know what, we're going to do some traveling together. We're going to go to some marriage retreats and conferences. We're going to do the things that maybe we should have prioritized early on, but we just didn't. I know for us, we haven't been to a marriage retreat since we first got married. I hate to say that, but we haven't. That's not something we've taken time for. We do dates once a week, once every two weeks. We've done a lot to pour into our marriage, but we could have done a lot more. So this is definitely something that I'm looking at now going, okay, I don't want to wait till Layla's gone. I really want to deepen my marriage now. All right, the next one, update your wardrobe. Okay, so this is a little more temporary, but what a great thing to think about. Maybe right now you are an empty nester and you're like, yeah, I've been wearing the same things for the past 10 years. This is a great time to go pour into yourself a little bit, maybe even hire uh, an expert who knows how to put things together if that's not your forte and just spruce up a little bit. When we look good, we feel good and that can do a whole lot for our mental state. Okay, the next one, become active with a community. So becoming active, let's let's take this time to really focus on fitness, but what if it was fitness with an active community, like pickleball, like tennis, like a group fitness class, like anything where people get together and there's that camaraderie and there's that accountability, but it's also really fun. So this is a great time to start really pouring into you for your fitness. And then the next one, your health, health overall. So probably you're in perimenopause or maybe even menopause. When's the last time you had your hormones checked? 
what are you doing to make sure that you feel the very best you can and that your hormones are supported so that your mood is supported so that your energy is supported so this is a great time to really start focusing on those things that are maybe a little more underlying that we just shove to the back because there's so many other things to take care of this is the time to start taking care of that for you okay how about learning a new language how about that I know I, I, I feel like I've said that at least a million times <laughs> maybe that's an exaggeration but I would love to learn another language. I've always wanted to learn Portuguese. That's my heritage. It's just so impractical. I don't know anybody who speaks Portuguese. I don't hang out with people like that. And so that, that's, been my, that's been my excuse over the years. But what is it for you that you think, gosh, I've always wanted to learn Spanish or French or Italian or whatever it is. What a great time to dive into that now. Next, this is very, very general but very, very specific at the same time and so important, and that's practice gratitude. Practice gratitude because I know it's easy to get stuck. It's easy to get stuck in the worry or it's easy to get stuck in the sad. And anxiety and gratitude cannot coexist in the brain at the same time that has been scientifically proven. So if we are practicing gratitude daily, so when I said it, say it's kind of general, so let me make it more specific. Wake up in the morning and before your feet hit the floor, say out loud or mouth it with your lips if your spouse is asleep, three things that you're grateful for. Thank you, God, for giving me this day. I'm so grateful I have another day to live and to serve and to, and to be a vessel for you. Thank you that I'm breathing. Thank you for this breath in my lungs. Thank you, God, that I'm blinking, right? Sometimes, maybe, maybe especially if you're in a period of sadness, you just have to bring it down to the basics. But what are you grateful for? Standing in gratitude is something we can start practicing right now, no matter where we are as parents and, and no matter what season we're in. Okay, next one. Turn a hobby into a business. What is it that you love to do? Do you love to sew? Do you love to make jewelry? Do you love to... Um, I, I don't know, crochet, needlepoint, I, I, I don't know. Th those are not things that appeal to me, but jewelry making, that was a big part of my life for a very long time. Maybe that's something I'll get back to one day. I don't know. What is it that you love to do that's a hobby that maybe you could turn into a business? Or maybe it's not a hobby to turn into a business. Maybe it's just starting a business. Maybe you've had this entrepreneurial itch, but you haven't felt the freedom to really go forward with that. This is your time. This is your time for that. Okay, next, how about starting a blog? There's something about blogging and I'm going to say also podcasting. Starting your own podcast is not as hard as you think. Blogging, if you can write, you can blog. And not only is it a uh, an outlet for you, but you just never know how many other people you're going to help with your stories, whether it's of being a mom or being a spouse or adventures you've taken or things that you, you want to teach. What is it you would like to teach? So starting a blog or a podcast can be great ways to do that. Next, declutter. So this is one that I really just need to write all over um, all over my hand and, and look at every single day. I am a little bit of a clutter bug and decluttering would be a great thing for me to start now. In fact, my husband is constantly like, let's take this weekend and declutter. Um, and, and it's just important, but this is another, just a great season 
where, you know, again, your kids are almost out or they're already out. Why not start paring down, getting rid of the stuff that you just don't need anymore? Take pictures of it if it's important. If it's really important, hang on to it. But otherwise, let's let some things go and see how that lifts our spirits. Next, take, um, so let's, no, let's go to this one next. Volunteer. Volunteering can be such a release There's a lot of research that shows that it even helps you to live longer when you are pouring into the the well-being of others in whatever regard. It could be anything from the soup kitchen to your church to anything within your community. There's always opportunities to get involved. And I tell you what, it is something that it has not been a priority in my life for all of these years with my kids And it's something that when I am an empty nester that I know is going to be more of a focus for me just because that time will be freed up. So volunteering can be amazing. Okay, next, what about traveling? What about traveling? So, you know, getting out of our own space and seeing the world really can expand our minds. And when I say see the world, gosh, it may be a state away, but what a great time to grab your husband, grab your friends, grab one of your grown kids now and just do a little bit of traveling or maybe even it's just you. Maybe you're the kind of person that gets their energy, they recharge when they're by themselves. What a great time in our lives to really start to be able to travel. And I'm going to be really honest. I have another one written down here and I can't read my handwriting. So we're going to leave it at 13 for today, but that gives you a lot to look at and think about and meditate on and and maybe start that list and then start your own list. Add to it. Continue to add to it. What if you had a hundred things written down or 300 things written down, ideas, not everything you're going to do, but just ideas, things, thoughts, throw, throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks, write down anything and everything that comes to your mind so that when that time comes for you, you've got all of these options and ideas and you, the sky's the limit. The world is your oyster. All of, all of the cliche things to say, because now it's your time. It's your time. I hope that encourages you. I want to leave you with something that one of my followers wrote when I put that about Layla driving away in my story. She wrote something so beautiful and I got her permission to share it. So this is what she said. She said, here's how I see it since I paused to process it, thanks to your post. We put our whole heart and soul into being there for our children, and then they are so ready to be free of their dependence on us, but we aren't so easily ready to release it. There are many baby steps to independence over time, and with each child, the dependency load gets lighter. Then with this particular step for the last remaining baby of ours, this one feels like a giant leap across a chasm that we can't go back to where we sprang from. We release our child's hands as we land on the other side, both of us now able to skip off with our new freedom. It's just that they skip off straight away, cheering and full of joy, while we stand still, feeling stripped bare for a while before we land and find our skip. I pray that over the next few days, weeks, and months, God will deliver both you and I to a state where we feel light and joyful and full of skip as our children metaphorically dance around us. Wow, that just hit that hit home. It was it was so poetically and perfectly written. 
I hope that, again, just lightens your heart that number one, you're not alone. That number two, this isn't the end. Number three, it's really only the beginning. And number four, we can actually be excited and anticipate with eager anticipation all that is to come because a new season is unfolding as it should. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time.